What's up, industrial marketer? From Gorilla76, the industrial marketing agency, this is the Manufacturing Marketer Podcast, a show dedicated to all the small marketing teams working at companies that make stuff. I'm Brendan, and on today's show, we're going to talk about a pretty basic but underutilized tool for manufacturing companies, Google Analytics. And here today, to walk through why this tool is important and some advanced ways to pull insightful data is my partner in campaigning, Gorilla76 performance marketer, Patrick Cronin. Patrick, what's up, man? What's up, dude? I love the PIC. That's right. <laughs> you made up right on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> so first question, how are the NHL playoffs going? We're in the first round. How are things looking? The refs need to take a back seat, especially <laughs> for your Minnesota play. Wild. <laughs> But they've been entertaining. Like there's a bunch of upsets, like the Kraken potentially upsetting the reigning champs, but full on line brawls, always good for first round, but right. playoff hockey is always awesome. <clears throat> oh man. All right. All right. Google Analytics, why we're here. So you've been, uh, you've been diving deep into Google Analytics on our accounts and I wanted to have you on the show to talk about that. So I guess first off though, why Google, Google Analytics? You know, like there's so many other tools out there for data. Why do you keep going back to Google Analytics and why is it important? I think one of the reasons a lot of companies, whether it be agency or, you know, just manufacturing companies, marketers kind of ignore it is because the platforms themselves offer a lot of data on how your ads are doing. A lot of them are probably slightly inflated, like they're all basically fighting for credit, right? But the thing that I kind of look at is like the journey, not just customer journey from like lead opportunity to close, but also like getting delivered an ad, that first click going to the website in our space, you need to submit like a lead on the website to drive money for our clients. And people don't do that immediately on the site. Like very rarely does someone fill out a form without reading everything. So what I would tell right, everyone, like, you like we're all selling like most of the, our clients and a lot of the people that are listening to the show, like either large CapEx pieces of equipment, right? So we're talking, you know, multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars up to millions of dollars for a piece of equipment, or, you know, you're trying to create a long-term partnership with a customer, right? That's going to hopefully be in that range. Like, you know, if you're selling, you know, contract manufacturing, like things, you're hoping that relationship continues for a long, long time. And so that like, you know, think in that buyer's shoe, like I have to spend a lot of time like learning about the supplier. Are they going to be a good fit for my company? Are they going to be around for five years? You know, so yeah, it's not buying a pair of shoes or like, you know, a water bottle, right? It's yeah, talking about large pieces of equipment. So yeah, the ad platform doesn't tell the whole story, right? And not looking at Google Analytics, you're missing out on so much data, right? Right. Like the platform tells you everything that happens on platform and then what happens once they convert. If you're tracking that in platform, what Google Analytics does is tell you, tells you everything that happens in between it. And like you said, like we can hit someone with an ad 20 times over six months and then they finally convert. Like we're not on Amazon where you can hit buy now on a pack, like a package of socks or something and do it immediately. No one's doing that on $300,000 industrial products. Right. They are, then they must have a lot of money. But just diving into Google Analytics has been really exciting because I think from the type of data they offer, not just like when they are in the customer's journey between landing on the site and converting, it also gives you a lot of insight on their behavior and kind of psychology. Like what device are they using? Where are they clicking on the page? How much of the content are they reading? How long are they staying and then converting? 
And when you dive into it enough, you can kind of start to pick up on like what causes that in conversion action. So if you're like, all right, this, these people are not reading the full page. They're not staying on longer than X amount of time. And they're also not converting. So you can start to pull more levers instead of just looking like click conversion, you get the whole club sandwich instead of just the bread and the meat or something. That's right. Yeah. We got to get those memberships for those club sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> but Patrick, right. So like we're, when we talk about demand generation, we talked about this a lot on the show in the past, you know, we're creating really good content, right? We want to educate our audience and we want to build trust and we want to demonstrate our expertise. And for us to do that, we have to create content and then the audience has to consume that content, right? So we try to tell a lot of that story in the ad, right? We, but, you know, Facebook and LinkedIn only gives us like 600 characters on an ad. So you can't, it's hard to tell a whole story. You can tell a good chunk you know, and, and educate someone in platform, you know, maybe have a good video or a strong image. But the idea is to get that person to come to your website and then consume the rest of that article or the rest of that case study or the rest of that landing page. And the platform is not really going to tell you that. But Google Analytics can tell you that, right? They could tell you like somebody bounced right away. Did they spend X amount of like, do they spend minutes on the page, right? Is your so if if, they, if your time on page is like 20 seconds, per, someone probably didn't read that article. But if mm-hmm. the time is a minute to two minutes, yeah, maybe somebody read that article. And then did they click onto another link that you have linked in that article, right? So are your internal li- links working? And then that tells you, is my, my message is good or not, right? If people are sitting on that and they're consuming that, yeah, my message is right on. But if somebody's bouncing right away, that headline didn't capture them, you're, you need to work on your messaging, right? It, that tells you a lot. Yeah, it makes it super, super easy to tell where the breakdown in your advertising is. For Mm. example, like if we have the same landing page for LinkedIn and Facebook ads, and it's very similar content, but obviously the audiences are slightly different because it's different platforms. If that landing page is getting a lot of time on page, a lot of scroll depth, which we'll talk about later, and other good metrics, but then it's not on Facebook, that means that might be an audience issue because your content's the same, the landing page is the same. The only difference is who's getting hit with the ads. So it kind of makes it easier to like visualize, okay, that's what's wrong instead of like, oh, we're not getting conversions. There's way more stuff in between that you might not be seeing right off the bat. Totally. Okay. So what are your favorite pieces of data to look at in Google Analytics, like we'll talk about some more advanced things that you've been doing. That's cool, but just mm-hmm. you know, out of the box Google Analytics. What are your your gonna go to things to look at? I'd say my favorite thing is comparing different platforms and devices. And like I said, that behavior of like, are they actually reading the content? It lets the advertiser, the strategist, like you or me, the performance marketer. Essentially, it's almost like I'm sitting in that end user seat viewing that content for them. And I'm imagining like, okay, they only scrolled this much or they clicked this, they stayed on that long. And Google Analytics is, especially Google Analytics 4, does a really good job of allowing you to filter reports and break it down in certain ways. For example, you can go through like first default, first user default channel group, which is like paid search, paid social, organic. But then you can also break that down further by device. So you can then see, okay, my paid social users are killing it on mobile, not so much on uh, desktop. So that might tell you that your landing page is doing good on desktop because most people on Facebook are obviously on their phones. 
You can also break it down by like demographic. If you're doing multiple paid social platforms, you can break it down by each different platform. Mm. Um, and like all of Google and Facebook's platforms, one of my favorite things that every digital advertiser should use, it sounds so simple, but the compare feature in the date range section, because you and me know we make changes on campaigns and stuff. Like whenever we see stuff not going wrong, the ability to just like, okay, we made the change three weeks ago. So let's change, let's compare the past three weeks to the three weeks prior. You can see like, did click-through rate go up? Did engagement rate go up? Did time on session go up? Like I've seen in our new campaigns for some clients, the time on page for certain platforms has gone up like a, a boatload. Mm. So that's the kind of stuff that if I'm just getting into Google Analytics and it doesn't require a lot of technical knowledge, that's the stuff I would start playing around with and just diving into. Yeah. And then especially like, you know, if you're a single marketer, like you can use that data to help you, but we use that data, hand it over to the content writer, right? Hey, just mm -hmm. so you know, this piece that you just did, people weren't spending much time on that. So that means that our messaging is probably, we need to realign our messaging here. Uh, or people were on this thing for a long time. So in the future, let's continue to write pieces like this with similar language. Um, and so, yeah, it, it, uh, just use that data to help everybody's job just get a little easier and a little better, right? Yeah, it makes it easier to sometimes have those like not fun conversations. Like it's not even that like the content isn't great. Like you write it, it has all the information the customer could need, but it's like the data is just showing that for whatever reason, the users aren't liking it. And another thing that we found is like Google Analytics can help you kind of pinpoint what part of your content isn't working. So mm -hmm. if your advertising isn't working, don't scrap the whole thing because, you know, if you're ad campaign is a car, it might just be your back left tire or something like that. Not the entire car that needs overhauling essentially. Yeah, totally. All right. So I think we, we kind of talked about why Google Analytics is important and some of the cool stuff you could pull up from it out of the box, but you've been doing some cool experimenting. So I just want you to just kind of just riff what, what have you been working on and what types of reporting have you been trying to develop and what is that helping you do inside of campaigns? I would say definitely getting really, really, really specific in terms of what platform is working on what device and on what age group. Like you and I just had a discussion of like, all of our impressions are on mobile and then landing page isn't doing great on paid social, but that same landing page seems to be doing good, be doing good on desktop. That's stuff that Google ads and Facebook ads do not give you much insight on. Like their Google ads and stuff does not tell you how long someone stays on the page. Probably my favorite thing I've discovered, this is brand new from Google. I think they launched it just a couple of months ago is something called scroll depth, mm. um, which if you're listening, Gorilla is going to be putting out like a Google analytics for walkthrough before the sunset, quote unquote, they're calling it in a couple months where we're going to show you how to do this. But essentially it lets you set up tracking to see what percentage of the page users are using. Mm -hmm. So now we can go and see how what percentage of sessions or users are scrolling to 25, 50, 75, 90, whatever specific percentage we want. So especially in the B2B space, like you might have your lead form, the form is at the top or middle or bottom of the landing page. And what like you and I discovered one client, a lot of users weren't getting down to the bottom where the form was. So that allows us to be like, hey guys, it might be the issue at the top, not the entire landing page that needs to be redone. So that just tells me like, for example, session duration, that's great. Always look at that, but it could also be like if Brendan clicks an ad and then goes Don't and makes lunch, it could be right? on there. Yeah. So 
scroll depth means they're actually reading that content. Yeah. So that's probably my favorite metric I found in Google Analytics. I've been making a ton of custom reports with it. So you can look it up. But like I said, we're going to be posting like an article on how to set that up. But that's just another way of like pointing out geographically where the issue might be. Are people mm -hmm. reading content? And again, it's something that once you create that metric in Google Analytics, another reason it's awesome, you can create metrics that you want to see. You can break it down by platform, channel, device, demographic, et cetera, and see where your ads are working well and where they're not, which is more in-depth than the platforms typically can do. Can you set up goals based on scroll depth too? I believe you can, yeah. Since it's yeah. an event, um, you can mark it as a conversion. And then you can tell Google that this is like something you want to focus on for your site. So then Google's like, all right, Brendan and Patrick want this. You can even optimize campaigns for it once you share that event with Google Ads with other platforms. Um, but Google Analytics is getting very good at like, okay, here's this advertiser's goal. Here's how we can kind of help you get there. <laughs> Um, what other metrics are you seeing out there that are good leading indicators of conversions? So we talked, we talked scroll depth, we talked, um, time on page, what else? Engagement rate. So that's one, obviously Google analytics Four is going to be the only thing soon. So if you're still on universal analytics, please switch as fast as you can, but one thing that's different between the two is Google Analytics 4 is more like session-based. Um, so in, in, it has a lot of new metrics that Universal didn't. You can essentially get any metric you had in Universal Analytics, but a lot of the new ones are like engagement rate or average engagement time. So it's paying attention to Brendan's landing on the page. Is he engaging with it by scrolling clicking somewhere on the page, converting, staying on a certain amount of time. So it's telling you like what percentage of sessions are actually the person's actually taking some action. So that's a metric that's typically a higher percentage from paid search than paid social. It's higher on LinkedIn than it is on Facebook, but people can't convert if they don't engage with the page. It sounds right. really simple, but if you have a really low looking engagement rate, you should probably look at the page that you're driving them to. Cause that means they're, if you have a low engagement rate, you probably have a high bounce rate too. As you're saying, if they have a low engagement rate in the Google analytics data, right? Or is it both? Yeah. Cause the engagement rate in Facebook would just be the engagement on the ad, right? Yeah. So yeah. on paid social, it'd be like likes and comments and shares. Engagement rate in Google analytics is like, yeah, like a you said. higher percentage. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So any, any other things that are sticking in your head on things we should be looking at? I think in terms of like one thing you can add, uh, if you're listening to this and you are diving into Google analytics, definitely check out our piece on scroll depth. I think that's probably one of the coolest new tools that Google has launched. But other than that, especially if you're running ads on multiple platforms, because Google Analytics is going to be unbiased and yep. tell you what each platform is doing. So if you're diving into it, don't be afraid of it. Just kind of, for lack of better terms, click buttons and figure out how to like customize your reports, see the metrics that you like to look at, how are my platforms doing on different devices, times of day, demographics, et cetera. 
then you can pinpoint and kind of play doctor with your ads essentially. So instead of saying, oh, the whole thing's bad, you tweak one little thing and then everything's going great going forward. So it, it's kind of a, I guess one way to describe Google Analytics um, is like a diagnostic platform. It's not an ad platform, but it can help you diagnose issues with all the ads you're running, which is an awesome insight to have. And at the end of the day, and this is what I, when I'm consulting people, this is what I tell them, you know, your website is the hub of all the digital activity that we're going to do, right? Like, mm -hmm. yes, when you're doing demand generation, you can't just use your website, right? So we're not just focusing on SEO, but you're going to run ads in Facebook. You're going to run ads in LinkedIn. You're going to have videos on YouTube, run ads on YouTube. You're going to do Google ads. You're going to have SEO. You're going to have email marketing. But really, like what you're trying to do is get people to come back to the hub, right? They're coming back to your website where they can do an action, right? They can read a read a piece of content. They can connect with you. They can get a quote. They can talk to your, your talk to your experts. So we want to get people to the website and use Google Analytics to know what's happening on your website. Like that is if you're not looking at that, you have a huge blind spot and you don't know what's really happening with your marketing because you're not looking at the the source of truth for your website data. It's kind of like watching a season of your favorite TV show and watching episodes one through five and then just skipping to episode 10 and ignoring what happens between them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One good thing, you kind of sparked my mind about it since we talked about like different platforms. There's also a report, Universal Analytics had something similar under reports in advertising, it's like conversion paths. So you can actually see how many touch points someone typically takes to convert on average. Paid search is a quicker conversion path, but it will show you, for example, I hit this user with a LinkedIn ad, then a Facebook ad, and then converted with a Google ad. Mm -hmm. So just because your paid social isn't getting direct conversions, it's kind of the one feeding everything yeah. else. So if you turned it off, you'd screw yourself. But if you look at Google Analytics, then you know not to do that. And you can show your stakeholders, your clients, whoever you're working with, like, hey, this is providing value. It's just not a direct, you know, tracking URL like we use on some ads. Yep. Um, okay, so you've mentioned GA4 coming out. When is that happening? June 1st, I believe. June 1st. So like, we're about a month away from that. Uh, so you're like, all the things you have in Anal or Universal is going away. We're going to GA4. Um, what do you recommend people do to get caught up on how to use GA4? First things first, it's July 1st. Um, July 1st, okay. Got to catch ourselves there. Um, in terms of getting caught up, I personally don't like Google's training as much. Um, their videos, I, there's so many great content creators um, walking you through the basics of Google Analytics 4. At first glance, it's a little less user-friendly, but once you just spend some time in it, poke around, filter reports, add random metrics, even if you don't know what they are, learn about them, poke through all the different reports, watch videos, you're going to pick it up. Like they didn't make it so only developers can use it. Yeah. Like once I got into it, it's a really easy platform to use. Um, but it's got a lot of really cool new quote unquote toys for advertisers to use. So I'm pretty excited for it to get out of beta i guess is what it's called now because they're already already launching new sections in there which is pretty cool um any anybody that you recommend people follow to learn more any names like sticking out on your head right now 
Yeah, there's two channels I watch a lot. One is called Analytics Mania, and the other is, I think, called Loves Data. So they're two pretty big YouTube accounts, and all they do is operate in these platforms and teach you how to do cool stuff. Cool. So cool. Or go to Gorilla's website. Yeah, we'll have that. When are you planning on having that piece done? It should be done within the next few weeks, so before the sunset. But if you're listening, go ahead. And if you haven't already, switch from Universal to Google Analytics 4 because it does not benchmark your data. So any data that happened before you switch over will not be in your Google Analytics 4 dashboard. Yeah. Um, So once that piece goes live, I'll make sure to get a link for that into the description for this episode. Um, We'll just retroactively do that. And then we'll also post it over into our IML Slack channel. Uh, Patrick, any parting words for us on Google Analytics? Um, Nothing left. Really just really excited for it to get in like the finalized version. And like I said, Google Analytics is, first glance, it's not the easiest platform, but trust me, if you just poke around, click buttons, watch videos on it, you'll be showing your stakeholders, clients, and coworkers a lot of really cool stuff on what you're doing. Nice. Uh, So... Just mentioned IML Slack. We have a Slack channel for all of you IMLers out there. Uh, Patrick, I'm pretty sure you're in there. So if you have any questions on analytics, hop in there and Patrick can answer some questions for you. Uh, So just uh, shoot me a DM and I'll get you access to that. Uh, There's like 160 plus marketers in there right now. And, you know, it's just a place for us to get together and hang out, you know, between uh, uh, TMM episodes coming out and IML uh, shows coming out, uh, dropping work, uh, talking about new jobs, uh, just connecting with other industrial marketers. It's a great community. Uh, yeah, please just reach out and we'll get you access. And then don't forget, we have Industrial Marketing Live happening on the first and third Thursdays of every single month at 10 a.m. Central Time. Uh, really looking forward to the topics we have coming up. Uh, so head over to industrialmarketinglive.com to register for that event. Patrick, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, and yeah, everyone just be on the lookout for that article coming out and you know, connect with us. Thanks everyone for listening. Bye.